Arguably, the greatest Western ever made is none other than the legendary spaghetti Western, the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is one of the highest rated Westerns ever made, and it was made by Sergio Leone, an Italian director. This was the last film in his so-called Dollars Trilogy. This film was magnificently shot in Technoscope. This film unleashed a whirlwind of bullets and wit between the main characters, Clint Eastwood, Eli Wallace, and Lee Van Cleef. Come with us on a Wild West adventure as we look inside the making of this one-of-a-kind film. Welcome to Adult Beverage Podcast, where we will be talking films, new and old. He's looking at you, kid. Think the fly thing. Did we just become best friends? Yep. As well as anything else in the entertainment world, while enjoying an adult beverage in hand. So today we're talking about... Well, we got to be honest with the listeners that we actually practiced that for about an hour. And, uh, it's <laughs> and still it still not wasn't gotten, very it's, good. It's wasn't still good. not no, good. So, no. yeah. So we're Sorry. talking the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm going to just get right straight to the first question that I've got for you guys. Is this your favorite Western? Yes. No. You're wrong. <laughs> top, top You're wrong. Top five. Right? Top five. Ooh. Patrick, Ooh. what is your favorite Western? You don't even like rest of um, Westerns, really. I'm the Magnificent Seven fan. Right, right. Uh, the first or the second? The original. Uh, Not Magnificent Seven Rides or Magnificent Seven Rides Again or Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, Seven Two Electric Boogaloo. Where you're like, how come uh, Chris has hair this time and isn't Yul Brynner? <laughs> Didn't like that one. <laughs> I even like That's the remake of Magnificent Seven. Mm. So take that. But then you pipe and smoke it. <laughs> yeah. Done and done. But this is a fun movie. It's just, uh, I think I like the bigger cast. I like more characters. Yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of characters in this. No. I mean, and it's you've Chico's got a, movie anyway. It's, yeah, and uh, he uh, runs Clint away with it. was upset about that. Oh, yeah. fuck Clint. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but Clint Eastwood wanted like very, very minimal words. He, that was one of the things he talked to with uh, Sergio Leone. He was like, you know, he wanted less words. To be said, and I think it becomes more impactful because he does that. He actually gets into the situation of like you're thinking about what he's saying, and every time you say something, it's really it's meaningful. It's impactful. Yeah. Like he has a lot of yeah, and, <laughs> and there's like, a lot of looks. Like right. it's it's all about the facial expression. Slow coverage yeah. of looks. Yeah, <laughs> and closer, that work and closer. and that works with Sergio Leone's style. He he. One of the things that he does in this, if you watch it. There's a lot of really close-ups, extreme close-ups on the face. And then we cut to the huge, wide landscapes, which is, you know, what Westerns were all about. And when I, I started with Westerns, you know, it was the John Fords. and all the and panoramic from Ford. Right. So let's see. Well, first, I'm jumping the gun here. So let me introduce my lovely host. <laughs> and we're all laughing. So so you know who's actually talking. And and, and today I'm going to introduce myself, too, So which I never do until um, after we the have no idea who the fuck you are. Exactly. <laughs> well, trust me, I'm still trying to figure that part out too. So, so I've got Laura Truman here today. Woohoo! All right, and Patrick Keenan. Howdy. And then we've got our special guest, which we're going to let him introduce himself and his name and all that good stuff to us. Jedediah Cartwright. Right. So we're not going to go. Jedediah. We're going to. I think Jedediah. Mr. Cartwright would be the best one for that name right there. So it makes me want to bring up Bonanza and such as that. So. Um, it was my homage to Bonanza. Right. That's good. Good show. Good show. It's a good show. <laughs> I fucking hated that show. It's so slow. <laughs> Westerns. Jeez. I yeah. was forced to watch it as a child. Yeah. I was that and Gunsmoke. Oh, Big Valley. It, what the oh, f- Big Valley, Nick. too. Yeah. Talk about a boring fuck? Western. Hey, I didn't even Big get to Valley. introduce myself again. Once again. <laughs> Who the hell are you? It. Like, once again. I'm Kent Smith, and uh, we've got our lovely uh, Carl, our squeaker here is our, our engineer. <laughs> so uh, we want to thank him, too. Carl Alhamrick over here uh, helping us out. Squeaky, squeaky. Um, yes. And uh, <laughs> so if you hear him squeaking in the background, you'll know what it is. And But anyway, <laughs> needless to say, we got to get to the drink. I mean, we've already started on a lovely. It's a really elaborate mixture. We it's really worked yeah. hard. Whiskey. Whiskey. Yes. We went straight. Is this it's is Willet. Willet. So, uh, it's way better than what's whatever is in the movie. Right. Way better than that. You know, and, and the crazy. <laughs> Why, what did they drink? In the I, movie? I looked oh, up it's something. Just cheap whiskey. 
Can you really tell a difference? I do not like whiskey, so you it all tastes like ass to me. <laughs> Might as well be drinking that damn whiplash cocktail. In the 19th <laughs> century, guys, uh, modern spirits today, you know, are pretty much like uh, are 40. percent You know, <clears throat> they're, they're up there high. Uh, but back then, it was only 15%. Mm-hmm. So it's like a wine. Yeah, almost. and it was actually kind of interesting because they, it was like homemade, the beers and such that they had back then were very like 1% and 2%. And that was because the water was so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and this is kind of a way of like kind of you know, keep so when our, when our water is destroyed by fracking, it'll we'll go back to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. If we're in Flint, Beer? it's already done. It's already, <laughs> it's already, yeah, yeah. It's already, you need to throw some whiskey in there. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your problem. I think that so might the, be part of Flint's problem right off the bat. Fluoride. So. Just chlorine and fluoride. Just throw some whiskey. Just, in let's there. throw some whiskey. So this it. is not the first of the trilogies, right? So yeah, explain this to me. Yeah, Laura, you can probably give us the details on all that. Okay, so this is the third movie. But it is a prequel to the first two. So it's a, he gets the poncho, the famous poncho that he wears through all of them um, at the very end of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. So, like, you don't even see a minute until, I don't know, maybe the last 10 minutes of the movie. So, uh, but it's great. Like, it gives you, like, almost an origin story. At least of the poncho. But wait a minute. <laughs> it's it's the poncho. Like, yeah. the poncho is a character is it in Van itself. Cleef in the s- he's in the second one. How? Um, well, we... He's not the the only bad guy, but he is a bad guy. But is he... He's not the <clears> main He's like a colonel. Is he undead? His, <laughs> is my he question. He doesn't die in the second movie, but fun but fact... he did die in the, the prequel. Yes. Spoiler alert. Oh, Spoiler alert. Yes. So I don't understand. Like, how, that's what this I is like a Terminator time paradox. This now. is really exactly. Up. Oh my god. Or in the next one, is it just the spirit of him, like Obi-Wan or something? Like, Well, we could get into that yeah. because you know, um, these Westerns are kind oh, of like right no, up I, the line with Star Wars. So that's yeah. a great Western analogy. Western in the sky, right? Yeah, Western in the sky. I was just thinking about characters dying come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in, in this film, I mean, there's so many... In, there's not... A lot of characters, but the characters are so interesting so to good. me. And I love the dynamics. It's almost like chess piece kind of dynamics between these three guys. Is Let's just get to the point. Is this Clint Eastwood's best movie he's ever made? I'm Top say it's, three. It, yeah, it's up there. Top it's way three. up there. It's way up there. It's obviously you know, what got him, made him who he is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he made shot him, to made start him, him after yeah. this. Right. Like, well, this was his first, like, uh, non-TV movie. He was a TV guy. He was on TV. Yeah, this, yeah. Tril- was this trilogy was the first. Yeah, He was and on Rawhide. Right. Remember. The first two weren't released in America, so right. Right. no yeah. one had seen Are the first real? two. Yeah, it wasn't then until. The third one the third was like, boom. Yeah, it, well, it was a huge success in in uh, Spain and in Europe, and but they they didn't translate, I guess, as well as they thought. And then you know, I think it's United Artists actually came in and, and purchased the rights to distribute in the United States, and that's when it took off and really became the success it is. And now, of course, it's been done so many different times, mm-hmm. you know. And, and you know, Clint was just not even happy with it. He thought that the characters, no, nobody was fleshed out except for Tuco. Which I'd actually who agree. did steal the movie. I think, he uh, did, and he has the most screen time. It's yeah. totally Tuco's movie. It's Tuco's uh, movie. Eli Wallach's but fucking brilliant. Everybody's movie. fleshed out a little bit. I mean, Tuco's obviously the star. Lee Van Cleef is a little. I think he's he's, a he's light, the least. A little light. Yeah, that's okay because he comes back from the dead in the next movie. Right. But like, what? The, <laughs> the what? good. We're supposed to buy that Clint is the good, but like, is he really that good? Did it make Clint's? Persona pretty much throughout the rest of his movies, though. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. The, the, the yeah. lack of, you know, talking, and right. just his mannerisms. If his first I mean, movie if you had been a this movie, comedy with If you watch this movie, Lewis. if you watch a lot of his other movies, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the, the same. same it's yeah. that squinty I love Josie you know. Wells, which is right. probably my personal Eastwood favorite. A lot, of, a lot of the same characteristics. It's different though. than Rawhide too, because different, he talks right. a lot on right. Rawhide, yeah. and he's really he's like a ladies' man, and he's uh. always getting them into trouble. Oh no, I'm nodding. I've so even though this Rawhide. is not his I love favorite, Rawhide. I watch really? it every morning at nine. Even though this may not be <laughs> his favorite, I yeah. do think it made him. Well, we have that's a theme. I mean, Burt Reynolds talks shit about uh, Whip uh, about Whiplash about uh, Boogie Nights. Yeah, he did. And it's probably the best. It's probably, probably the best. Probably the best, best, one. Probably the best thing he did. So you know, shout out to Burt. 
Yeah, I mean, I think Burke's done some pretty good movies over the years. I mean, I think Longest Yard. I mean, oh, Smoking the Bandit. Hello, Cannibal. I just like that. That's funny. I just like that movie. That's funny. Deliverance, though, I thought would be Burt's. I'm putting Cannibal right on my list next. Do it. Wow, that'd be a good one to to do. That would be really fun. Don't, don't you know, cry me. This, I'll do it. <laughs> these films were a little bit different in the time. I mean, they actually uh, changed the dynamics of making movies uh, oh. in, in a lot of ways. I mean, at that time, about the run Gone, gone oh. with, with a Win was a big one. Ten Commandments, Ben-Hur. Yeah. You know, and those were like the big blockbusters of the time. And then this comes along. And then we've seen this story kind of told over and over again in other movies that, you know, that Quentin and these guys have come along with later. Um, as you watch this, you know, it's got a little different style than all the other Westerns. Yeah. And, that, and that's, you know, the it's long. It's not that you just have to eat spaghetti exactly. while you're well, watching it. it well, there, weren't, there weren't clear cut good and bad guys, right? Because it's right. a lot of gray area. Right. right. So you, you didn't have the distinct, you know, the John Wayne movies. You, you knew. The like good in Searcher. Yeah. You, you knew the good. You knew the good and the bad guys. There, right. This is. Yeah, John Wayne did not. Is there, like are there any Clint good guys Eastwood. really in this movie? Are there any bad? Guys? I mean, it's just it's so it's a um, gray. It's area. funny because it, this I keep making fun of how long it is. There's another movie that's a very gray area. It's Papillon is I saw yes. when I was a child right. in the theater. Oh, I don't know what my good. my brother had Thanks, to take Mom. me to see it. And the remake is actually <laughs> pretty good too. Petrified. Yes, it's not bad. The re- it's not really bad. good. Charlie yeah. Hunnam and uh, the. Uh, Rami Malek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that. It was pretty cool. I, I liked it. Uh, but it's one of those ones where you go. I don't. I mean, you're. Going, God, I hope they it, things work out for them. They're criminals. Right. Yeah. I, but so I hope like, it works where do out my, for them. Where do my loyalties lie? Well, I mean, everything's not black and white. Right. So, right. Exactly. It's all life, a gray yeah. area. Uh, life, right. And look at how And I think it also Eli shows Wallach the horror is, of war, which probably I don't know if it had been portrayed before in movies. It, it yeah, because, really you know, didn't. a lot of the a lot of the World War II movies in that area, you know, again, good, bad. You know, and ugly, sure. ugly. <laughs> but the, it was like there was almost like a romantic. Which character do you draw into? But with this, you know, it's me. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm friggin' Tuco all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't You're relate totally to the Tuco. can't relate to the good looking <laughs> guy with perfect aim. Yeah. I can relate to the little little fuck nugget. He's, <laughs> he's like a troll. Yeah. He's like a little right, just, troll, but I love remember him. I just said I. It, but I but I love okay. him. Yeah. That's what yeah. I said. It's hard. He's a lovable. He's a lovable character. Yeah, he oh, looks he's... a little bit like I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Manos: The Hands of Fate, but there's a scene at the, toward the end of this movie where Tuco takes on this Torgo kind of. <laughs> you did not outfit. just reference. Manos. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Right, it's off. We're yeah, going it's on now. Plan nine. If anything goes, we'll slap that horse on the rear end and let it run. <laughs> um, as speaking of which, you know the scene where he actually gets shot off the horse and the horse takes off. Yeah. Well, that was not planned. No, that's right. No. No. And he literally went a mile down the yeah. road, still running, and he was like, oh, yeah. his, his hands, hands, are hands are tied behind yeah. his back, and he was like, oh, I, you know, I tried to get him to put, you know, uh, some uh, cotton in the horse's ears, and they were like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. I'd and had respect for him. I don't know if I could clutch my legs together like that and hold on to a. Well, yeah. I can't because I'm short. And the movie yeah. almost yeah. dies nine I'm times. And he really he, he literally have have almost died. Short sound. He is. <laughs> but those little Jewish actors playing Mexicans—they got strong thighs. They can hold on to some they shit with their legs. <laughs> so this is not my favorite of, of Sergio Leone's movies. I mean, my favorite. Which one? Which one's it, your favorite? It, uh, well, it's not in the trilogy. I'll it. just tell you. It's no. not Duck You Sucker because no. that one's good too. <laughs> that is a was really, uh, really good. It, what Once a time Bob? in the West. Yeah. Uh, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great. I just love that story compared to you know, and this is uh, more like a Western feel where Once Upon a Time in the West it sort of has this kind of, I don't know, it's like it sort of has the. It was made afterwards. It was, it was almost as James Arness season in that one. Uh, well, I think he wanted Eastwood in that, right? Uh, Didn't he? I, I'm sure it would, wouldn't he? I think, I, but I think oh, yeah, Eastwood. Yeah, turned, it was I made Eastwood. Since Charles Bronson it was made after Charles Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so think, this was made in 1968. Um, and it uh, it has yeah Bronson is amazing yeah. in this. Bronson's I mean, always amazing. Um, in this. But that kind of made him right. That was it. We had Henry I've Fonda's in it. it. Uh, then we get him in the um, Jason Robards oh, yeah. in it. Great and movie. you know, Love really Jason interesting. Robards. But what I like about these uh, western uh, spaghetti westerns is that it looks at life differently. They they 
they're coming from a different perspective. I guess it was it would be like us going and talking about World War Two, you know, for people in Europe that were there and saw it, and we're giving our picture. This film, you know, and and a lot of the sp- spaghetti westerns were very low budget films. I mean, uh, this one, this time. one actually got they actually had some money at this time. But the earlier yeah. previous films, I mean, Clint Eastwood, his the first one with Sergio was he got paid fifteen thousand dollars. Yep. And then I think he went up to fifty thousand, and the next and then one two hundred and fifty thousand was what he demanded, right, to for, start filming, <laughs> right. Wow. Well, and, and I'll be honest, and, and well, I'll let's for, say I'll do the fifteen thousand, yeah, yeah, and that was still a bargain. You're hired. I'll You're hired. Go I've got a western. <laughs> Saddle up, buddy. I will. I will. Coming down the road. Well, Shetland Pony. Uh, we'll go down to Love Valley and shoot it. Yeah. Uh, been yeah. there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different kind That's of western. Yeah. We'll discuss. We'll discuss cowboys versus zombies at Devil's Crossing at another time. <laughs> I look forward to that. Have you seen it? No. I will bring you a copy. Yay! Ooh, so, ooh, delightful. But you know, this was a low budget type film at right. this time, and yet it's. Well, spaghetti Still. western kind of makes it feel like it's not like. Well, you you've know, got the, the Academy does not like and this year's best sp- <laughs> spaghetti western. Spaghetti western yeah. goes to. But can you imagine, like when they started this? I mean, it was like, oh, we're going to put an Italian director. We're going to give you a, an American actor. And, a few uh, America. Uh, yeah, it's a little confusing because if you do watch people's mouths, right, when yeah. they speak, now I keep they spoke in their own languages. I keep right. exactly, and I keep uh, subtitles on for everything, so I kind of have that edge because I don't trust anything I don't know what they're actually so what somebody said they said but you're starting with the little guy who's got like no legs oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Shorty. Shorty. Shorty Shorty yeah what a good name That's for him huh? mm-hmm. um, but he I don't know what language he was speaking because his mouth was all over the yeah place. all blah, 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 blah. over the place. Uh, I think he was a half. Wrong. He I was a half soldier, soldier, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a half soldier. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good line. Yeah. Uh, they had to depend on a translator for Sergio right. Leone to talk to anybody. Well, I think Eli Wallach, Eli yeah. Wallach spoke talk, French. Yep, to they could him. speak in they French. Could speak Part, French. And, and it was broken, from what I understand. It was I'm like sure broken it was. English. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny. We were talking the other day, or online, or something, and I said that the only English-speaking people were the three main leads, and it's not true because the the jerk was he a colonel or a sergeant oh the drunk guy right. he uh he was american or at least spoke english there were a few the of guy the with civil the gangrenous war, leg uh, or the drunken guy at the end the guy who screws them over when they join when they join the uh they the they enlist at the end <laughs> uh yeah that's a great one he like, was yeah. a sergeant or something yeah. but uh, he's the one oh he's the one who gets killed i've seen too many movies since i saw this at oh the, my god at the bridge uh Right before the train stuff happens, he was the one with Tuco that has Tuco chained up. Oh, the big dude, oh, the um, big guy, yeah. What they, what they Lawrence, the train. Lawrence was Lawrence. his name. I suck I with think. ranks. Uh, he was a sergeant, I think. Sergeant, he was Pretty the guy like that beat everybody up, but he he was totally American, either that or he he was real good, speaks a language, he looked a bit like Bud Spencer, like <laughs> looked a little bit like Bud Spencer. I don't know who's Bud Spencer. Is. I'm gonna take you outside. Okay, but I still won't. That's another I'll movie. When we get out there, I'll show you a picture. This is, I know that got, is the good, the bad, and the ugly coming back in version two. Everyone, everyone makes fun of me because we have the movie playing on the background. I go, ooh, this scene. But uh, Tuco <laughs> Only is you guys out. can see that. Tuco is, you can't see it. I'm so seeing it in reverse in the other TV. So there's, oh, Tuco's yeah. got buying a gun from an old guy who's baldish and has a big mustache. Anyway, uh, what I was excited, and he, he ends up settling on my favorite handgun, I'm not a handgun person. I'm not a. I'm not a big uh, gun person. But I love 1860 Colts, uh, and he picks up a beautiful 1860 Colt, and uh, I was very excited about that. Do you know wow. he knows n- almost nothing was it the about way, guns? And that's a great part. In this as scene, do I? Yes. He knows oh, nothing he just about what up he's. Stuff, yeah, wasn't he's he? just like picking it up, taking it. And apart, the fact that he, a Frankenstein gun and it looks great, and it looks great, and he looks like he knows what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Right. That's impressive that he the way he handles it and he kind of looks through the the gun barrel and he's listening to the gun and, and he's like bonding with this little old dude over right. it kind mm-hmm. of kind of well when you stick kind that clothes sign like in the guy's besties. mouth that sort of stops the bonding <laughs> right there yeah, you know what's you know. funny is that the ammunition is called Acme so it I is. always expect the, the oh, coyote Coy- Willie the road runner yeah. yeah come running out <laughs> road runner yeah beep beep. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. Every gun makes its own tune. And it's perfect timing, large one. So let's talk about where this was made. I mean, uh, it's obviously not the back lot. Not the back lot. <laughs> we, we got Brothers. real locations here. Um, where did they see? I was under the impression all spaghetti westerns were shot in Italy because hence spaghetti. Spaghetti. This you know, was actually I think Chinese Spain. people invented spaghetti. Is, yeah. um, so Spain's really a dismal looking place. Sorry, Spanish. <laughs> but Sorry, it's Spanish beautiful. listeners. But oh, it's it looks beautiful. like a desert. Spain's gorgeous, <laughs> but uh, obviously they found the desert here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know. um, it's it weird look... that the budgets, the budgets higher in this one than the other ones, and yeah. it's still a fucking desert. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Sand is expensive. But he, okay, it's he hard to find it. To, like you know, not everywhere you can find sand. Did they have to rake like, it? That's like why it... beach fronts are more expensive than <laughs> exactly. non beach fronts. And it, it comes with a rake. It's all about location. They raked the sand in Stargate. <laughs> wow, isn't that fucked up? It was because yeah. it's out in like California someplace. They had to rake the sand. Anyway, did they make yeah. James Bader rake the sand? No, he was the star. <laughs> they made that. That would be hilarious. They made the military guys that you don't remember their names. Yeah. <laughs> French Stewart. <laughs> anyway, back John to the Smith. good, the bad, and not. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so we're in Spain. That in was kind of part cat over there. Did you hear that? I know. It was. <laughs> it's like it's a build the cat does uh, the yeah. good, the bad, and the ugly thing. Yeah. It's the cat wah, version. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell. The and on the screen, you can even see Tico's laughing. Yeah. So the, the Willet's kicking in, right? So, uh, Worst whiskey in the world. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's not true, Willet. We love you. You know, the one thing that I think I never realized this until we, I started going back and I was like talking, you know, I was like talking to my wife and I said, you know, the cool thing about these movies were is the audio. They, every piece of sand you hear a footprint oh, yeah. in this, you or hear the because we have such a um, uh, an economy of words in movies like this where its dialogue is very thin, you don't have it's not overpowered. It's almost like that movie, uh, A Quiet Place that just came out, oh. where every sound means something now yeah. because yes. you don't have this, like, you yeah, don't eat popcorn <laughs> next to me. You don't have this, like, score <laughs> underneath where you're like, all right, okay, so they're walking along. Well, there's no dialogue for the first, what? 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. yeah. yeah there's right. a, what is it, like a 16 minute uh, scene or a, a, a long scene? It's not 16 uh, minutes. And that but guy like with the beautiful 16 eyes frames with the weird face. of a, do- a dog walking across right. the, <laughs> the <And you laughs> could, hey, from one bar to the next. You could see that happening. And you're like, whoa. Like, My wife had never seen this. So we watched it last night. She's like, is there any talking in this movie? (laughs) I was like, trust, there is. Just keep watching, keep watching, keep watching. Yeah, Yeah, it's very, uh, and and that's cool a lot of times. I like when there's a lot. Well, it's the suspense building, Uh, right? And you also, you hear the wind uh, blowing. It makes you feel. the 15 minute showdown at the end where it's just like. Closer. Uh, yeah. Closer. And then I'm watching, so I'm watching Magnificent Seven remake. They do the same thing. Everyone's learned. Yeah, no, yeah. They keep the oh, same Tombstone. thing. Tombstone. You watch and, Tombstone, uh, the scene with, with uh, Doc Holliday. Oh, and, uh, love gosh, the movie. Johnny Ringo. Yeah. And the, it's almost oh, the same way, Johnny right? The ty- Oh, Johnny Ringo. Oh, Johnny. Somebody didn't <laughs> walk the call of your grave. <laughs> Another great Western, by the way. I can start yeah. reciting those. Like, like, I'll be a Huckabay. Oh, I'll be a Huckabay. Is that Mal Kilmer's best role? Best. Oh, yeah. Best. best right? Do not underestimate real genius. Oh, don't. <laughs> yes. Don't underestimate like, that, that, that because that's yeah. good. Yeah. I got to stop I with the cursing. That. I'm the only one cursing. I think the stress was too much for him You know what? Fuck that. I'm joining you. So who's in Wyatt Earp then? Uh, that was Kevin Kev- Costner. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. It was more, no, no, it was more no documentary did. style. I liked it. I liked it, and it was entertaining, but entertaining. it wasn't. It's not my kind it's of like Tombstone. Western. I, no, I think Tombstone was so. Kurt Russell's in the good one. I think the it's problem. Not, I think the problem with White Earp is it came out after Tombstone. Right. I think uh, if it comes out before. I think there was a little battle trying to get I that think out. There was who, was, who was Doc yeah. Holliday in uh, Dennis Quaid? In Dennis apparently, Quaid. Mm. Dennis Quaid. He didn't do a bad job, but <laughs> I loved him. He had, in to up, he had to live up to Val Kilmer. That right. was the first horror movie I ever no, saw. He's not going to do that. Dreamscape. Movie. You ain't seen horror. That's a horror movie. Uh, I saw the first one. <laughs> <laughs> My first one was Willard. The one with Ernest Borgnine with all the rats. Oh, the the rats. only real one. Oh. Well, the Crispin okay. Glover one. I was more afraid of Crispin Glover than the rats. Exactly. Anyway, different movie. Exactly. Speaking of good, bad, the ugly. That was, yeah. There's a lot of ugly. Let's bring it back home. <laughs> There's a lot of ugly. Mostly ugly. Some bad, but mostly <laughs> ugly. Ugly and a touch of bad shit. So this show has been brought to you by uh, ADD. <laughs> ADD. Because <laughs> 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 
Will it whiskey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the best part for our audience listening is that Eli Wallach's face has been on pause, smiling and laughing for like the last 10 minutes. Right. And it's kind of comforting. He's it probably, love it. probably it's laughing. Well, you got to love this. it because he's got his little uh, his parasol. parasol. And that scene is he's so fun. He's got a horse. What else do you need? Clint Eastwood. Crusty, crusty. Yeah, what the... Oh, he man. looked all like clean Damaged. and like he's and then apple pie. He's got wore out. Apple pie wore out. <laughs> <laughs> so now in these, uh, you know, I wouldn't describe it that way. <laughs> Thanks, Willet. <laughs> Will yeah. What you talking about, Willet? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still in your line. <laughs> so, uh, did anybody else one. notice that like all the westerns are like Seven Samurais kind of revisited just about like well, Magnificent I mean, Seven Magnificent is, is is the or, Seven Samurai. Yeah. A good story is a freaking good story. story. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, they're like this Movie. hero comes to town to save the you know the the whole area. Of you know community. that's why I like Magnificent Seven over Good the Bad and the Ugly. No offense, but you, there is a good. There there's a cut good, and dry good, right. and even though some of them are gamblers and uh, like whatever Robert Vaughn was, that and, bad and, habits. Uh, you know, right. bad people, but they're all coming together for a good thing. And even in the remake, the greater some, good, the greater if you will. good, protecting different. others. Oh, oh, what a great, what movie. a great movie! Right, the oh whole time. I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah. that's that's. I mean, so you know, some that's, of, that's one of I mean, my there's so many. Favorites. There's different westerns too. You know, there's the old ones which you think about, like the John Fords and those kind mm. of things. Which, I, you know, I'm always captivated by any of I'm those. I'm nodding, and I have no idea which one. Yes. Like, give me a John Ford. <laughs> but like Ford uh, uh, Apache. Yeah, there Ford you go. Apache. That's a good one. Who did one. Shane? Shane. Shane. He did the Searchers. The, the Searchers, Searchers is probably still to me my the the best one. That's that cinematography is the Searchers un unbelievable. Right, and and the fact that you can, you can watch these scenes and you're just every shot is like yeah. pure beauty. Well, I mean, there's some absolutely gorgeous ones in this one. There too. actually yeah. is for for some that we kind of make fun of is right. spaghetti westerns. Uh, the cinematography is really nice and different. He wanted well, to echo that John different. Ford look. He wanted. I don't it know to for sure, but I bet Sergio was a fan of John Ford. As far oh, as I think so. You can tell. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. He was, uh, Sergio is a, was a huge art collector, and he uh, a lot of like pictures. That, and they say that you know he would grab these pictures from from artwork and put mm. them into this. And you can see a lot of that. Yeah. The, the sloping, you know, sands and and things of that. And man the, crawling, the, all crusty. A shot from like. Crusty down low, calling. yeah, the man's crusty face. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he was a perfectionist, too, apple, and he would make people do pie, things face. over and over and over again. Oh, really? And Clint didn't like smoking them cigars. Mm -mm. Is that he why it's not smoking? He didn't, smoke really? no, yeah. he did not no. like I didn't he, know and, that. And at one point, he was doing so many takes, he was like, all right, if you don't get it this time... I'm gonna puke. I would never. <laughs> now the, during the whole climax with the where I made dinner because it was like two hours long. No, it was like yeah. what ten. You abandoned 10, the movie long. at the end. Is that I what you're not, saying? I did yeah. not. But uh -huh. I noticed that Clint's. Uh, <laughs> we had to get his cigar, or I think we'd call it's it a cigarino. Lit. It's not lit. No, it's never lit. And, uh, he hates those I was like, well, why would you? <laughs> and throughout the movie, he's he always trying to, trying to give them away. He's always he giving is, so them to someone else. because he didn't like them. He hated he's them. obviously yeah. trying to quit. He's and, not and a smoker. And who would uh, you know give a dead man, like, let him smoke your cigarette, and then put it back in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. That part really kind of got me. That's I was like, whoa. But he was sharing with Tuco. Yeah, I guess back then, I yeah. mean... It didn't matter to him. He was like, just take this away from me for a minute. Well, he left some clues, you know, with his cigars in <laughs> different places mad, okay. for okay. Tuco. Yeah. You know, one thing I love okay. about the cinematography in this, there's not a lot of camera movement, right? Right. Right. I mean, there's a shot after it. And, and when you and I, you know, love love the photography right. things, right? So I remember when I was first coming up in this business, one of the best things, best advice I ever got was, Make it like still pictures that move, right? And so now, right. so there's so many, so much movement in cameras and, and operation now yeah. in movies. And that's why and I'm kind of old school. I love that the building you can build suspense without camera movement. I love right. it, and that's why so many. Well, I love a well placed dolly if it's not overused. If it's, if it's yeah. not overused, uh, but that was kind of for effect, right? And I think we've got to the point now. now look at things, that's why so many still photographers, still photographers become. Directors, right? John Ford is one yes. of those. Right. St uh, Stanley were, Kubrick is one of yeah. those. Roman Polanski. I didn't know that Stanley Kubrick yeah. until you told me that the other yeah. day. We Roman Polanski was yes. a still photographer. All these guys. It's, it's, it's because they grab those still moments and then move. they put them in, and then you and they, you get the motion to go right, with it. Yeah, you get the sequencing yeah. and everything. And I just I think that's a lost art in movies now. It is to me. Well, but one of the funny become, things in this is a lot of shots. It's, it happened a little while ago uh, on uh, Tuco. 
it almost it was a little rough the camera movement almost like it was handheld which i don't believe they did Back then, did they? Heavy. I mean, they might be a heavy camera. They might have done some. And of ever that since end, I saw that, not. Mm-hmm. ever since I saw that, now everything's been everything. Exa- like, look yeah. at that. Well, that oh. scene in the graveyard where he's racing around looking. Oh, what a yeah. shot! That's oh. a great. I was and the way sick. it's edited, dizzy. dizzy, right? Yes. You're dizzy from it. You're it's usually phenomenal. dizzy, but again, you're kind of. But again, it was for effect, and I think we've lost that art of moving for an effect. Instead of just just move to move, I just think sometimes oh, yeah. I think sometimes just move camera to move it. Oh, that, there's too much of that, and there's also too much nowadays that. And this is, I think, what you see in some of the older films is they take a scene, they really look at it. Nowadays, we get in the habit of we're going to do this, we're going to do the twosome, we're going to do this, we're going to do the other shoulder, we're going to, and everything is so predictable. Right. And so you can watch some of the scenes that it's in this movie, and there's scenes where they rake along uh, the scene where they're the guys are playing the harmonica and they're oh, on that so scene painful. And they're painful and they're you know they're you know the guy quits struggling the guys in the background and he's like crying oh god but I the way they that. that was one of my favorite scenes it was, yeah. beautiful. It was beautiful but the way they rake off of the off of the thing you see the guys crying as they're cutting right. and then you cut to the main guy you know and he's kind of like you know Hey, yeah, I'm keep playing. Keep playing. Yeah, playing. yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought that was really. But a those kind of things yeah. are the things that you know. This is this film has a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But I'm wondering think, also if what you're talking about with all the camera movement nowadays, if uh, attention spans have gotten. I think that's some oh, of it. I do think that's some of it. Smaller, and I think we live like, in yeah. visually something's <laughs> got to be happening. Like. Hitchcock today might not float as well in It'd their opinion. But you know, it's boring yeah. to kids today. But yeah. you know, I, I say oh, that. It, I, I think that's dude. the case. But then I see kids watching, you know, watching other kids play video games. They're sitting there watching on YouTube. Yeah, right, and they're stuck I, I for kids play video They're stuck for five hours watching this. So I think I watch people play Wipeout for hours on Nintendo 64. I, I think though it, it needs to be they need to be telling good stories and a good story will yeah, keep your attention keep and the camera movements which a lot of people don't realize these things tell stories and, they, and they're giving you details of like maybe it's tracking from the gun all the way up the body or whatever and you know that's the thing you it builds suspense lots of close ups that you know these real tight well, close ups this goes back to when but, we were talking about Whiplash the the editing on that was it made freaking big band music exciting yes. like, exactly to the point of where you're like oh yeah, my like, god i don't oh, give a right. shit about jazz but now i do i care, I care about yeah. this that's going on right now that's so. right so and if you haven't listened to that podcast you need to go back and listen yeah, um, to uh yeah, but yeah, don't stop this one right, right now. and stay listen. right here yeah, don't yeah, wait till the end yeah don't be yeah. add wait like us and jump around like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, and strong TV shows with the camera work too. Breaking Bad had such insane. <coughs> oh, speaking uh, of Tuco, speaking of Tuco, we, <laughs> we don't know for sure, but God, but we're, but we're it's gotta be sure. right. It's we, gotta come yeah, from this. Yeah, right? it's Tuco's got. I mean, yeah, it's gotta be. He had, they had to be Tuco fans. They had, be. They had would, to be fans. I would. Yeah, if, I would think so. If there's another Tuco out After there, right, if there's another, yeah. No, my mechanic's name is uh, Bob Tuco, <laughs> <laughs> and I think we'd have to him because I owe him money. Well, the camera work Breaking Bad, <laughs> unbelievable a lot of similarities, very yes. much to so. this movie. And, a lot had, of and it was beautiful pictures, beautiful, just like you guys are saying. West, now they did Southwest. do like the last shot. Uh, spoiler alert! If you've never seen yes, Breaking Bad, yes. uh, th- that <laughs> binge I, now. I don't know if you call it a dolly shot, but where it went up. Uh, yeah, when he's li- he's holding uh, his. Uh, there wouldn't have been a dolly. It would have been a, a crane shot. Yeah, crane, crane shot. Yeah. Crane shot. Yeah. And they obviously built a a structure that had a big hole for the camera to go up through the middle. Oh, that sounds sexual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was a freaking amazing shot to end the show on, and uh, the Look, cinematography that on show, that show was so amazing. best so ending to a series ever. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. Oh. Oh, good. So, does show. anybody realize that? Uh, in this movie, uh, the man with no name, it, it's never, it, that's not his name. You no, know, that was a, all created <laughs> by marketing. Okay. He has, I mean, he he's has called Blondie all the way through. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and, and in the other two, he's Joe. Right. Which yeah. is interesting. Oh, but really? that was all okay. a marketing toy to for this movie. But yeah, that stuck with him as the man. Now, I will with say, no name. 
Yeah. Old Squeaker over here showed me something a while ago. Oh, well, let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're drinking out of a bottle of Willis. He's, he's right. a family-oriented uh, podcast. If you, right? see the bottle, <laughs> if you can see the bottle, well. Yeah. Now you've made me forget what you showed me. It Damn might it. shut, the, might shut this all. podcast down. Well, now that reflects back on Squeaker <laughs> if you can't Squeaker, remember what he showed show, you. Show me again. Show me again. It's kind of like the the bridge in this movie. They got blown up twice. I don't know if anybody knows that. That's right. Yeah. According yeah. to Sergio Leone, they're not the same characters. They're not intended to be the same characters. Clint as Eastwood or just all of them? All of them. Well, they're that would explain Lee Van Cleef but, coming right. back to life. Sergio um, didn't plan on blowing up the bridge either, right. and uh, that <laughs> happened early. Twice. Yeah, he right. said, let's go to lunch, and bang, someone <laughs> said, you know, there was supposedly a Spanish general over there. He said, like, okay. Touch, boom. Vaya. Boom. So bang. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, and it destroyed so, three cameras. Yeah, so they had to, and, uh, and I, they had to rebuild the had set. had a few more. But the interesting part was that they were going to have more. the, <laughs> your two main characters hanging out down there. So That's luckily right. that didn't happen. And, you know. Yeah, that could have been an ugly Twilight Zone. So that could have been a real good, <laughs> bad, and the ugly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, Sergio Leone's like directors that just like to use the same actors, but yeah. they're different people. Huh? His actual words, I think, was, let's go eat. Bang! Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't say blow up the bridge. Is he, is he dead? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. We should look to see if he's still uh, alive uh, or not. Squeaker? Get on that. I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> the dead. Tag for just this in case he's listening. <laughs> right. I love your work, man. Love right. it. Oh, he did. I, I don't also, Ennio Morricone. Yeah. yeah. He's still alive. Uh, he does Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, we uh, or love, you. Yeah. love you. Love you. Still sounds like a cat. <laughs> so the tagline for this movie, <laughs> greatest movie was theme, right? For three totally. men. So Best Sergio Leone theme. died in 1989. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, okay, 89. Okay. okay. So he's. Oh, yeah. So he's not so listening. Listen to the tagline for this and tell me if this doesn't. If this sets in for you guys. For three men, the Civil War wasn't hell. It was practice. <laughs> Is that not great? I mean, that's awesome. That's a great tagline. I, mean, I don't know. If I saw I don't that know. I, I saw wanna... Ben Affleck's name like oh. next, I'd laugh. Yeah, like, yeah. Now you want to yeah. watch it, right? I like how this movie has the Civil War in it as a character, but yes. it is not about yeah. the Civil War at yes. all. I do love right. the scene where they, you know, they're in the desert and uh, they've taken over the uh, other um, soldiers. <laughs> Outfits, and now they see these guys coming at them, and they're like, "They're, well, one, they're of one of us." They're, yeah. they're all gray. They were like, "Yeah," and then they just kind of dust off the. That was brilliant. Was I mean, that is. That is General Lee. Right. Yeah, General. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he has to ask what General Lee. What's, Lee. What, Lee. Lee. Yeah. Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, there's so many funny moments, and actually, you could watch this and think about a comedy and make this oh, a comedy. So out Tuco of it. makes it a comedy. It really is. It I mean, wouldn't be as round and whole without exactly his because comedy. Right. drama, you have to have almost an equal amount of comedy in real life, where you just laugh at just the absurdity That's of right. the shit that happens. Going on. Yeah, that's right. I mean, all this is because they want some buried money right. in the cemetery. <laughs> it's like pretty crazy. I do like. I love that. Tuco's ability to flip flop. Know how much you was now? No, how much? Three thousand dollars. There are two kinds of people in the world, my friend. Those with a rope around their neck, and the people who have the job of doing the cutting. Listen. The neck at the end of the rope is mine. I run the risks. So the next time I want more than half. <laughs> you may run the risks, my friend, but I do the cutting. If we cut down my percentage. Uh, cigar? Lively interfere with my aim. What's the relationship between Tuco and Blondie? They're lovers. Sweet, obviously. sweet lovers. Yeah. <laughs> Long I think there's a there is a love there between those two guys. I mean, you oh, guys yeah. are cutting up, there but is. I really no, think there, there is, is. Yeah. It's like well, I don't know a love hate love, relationship. Is it a love out of necessity? I think the way you put it, Laura. Yeah, well, uh, and they it's, both it's fun. Have nobody it's fun for Tuco, right. and I don't know. It's fun for both of them. They to need chase e each other. They need each they other, need but each they other. do not trust each other. Exactly. Right. 
And that's kind of a healthy relationship for them both. Actually, kind of like Cheek and Chong, right? I mean, <laughs> sort of, since you're wearing that shirt right now, Laura. Uh, my, my tits are covered did in they not Cheech and Chong. Right I haven't now. seen a Cheech and Chong movie in a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to put uh, that on the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen. You know what I've never seen is Gone with the Wind. We just need to quit our jobs. Not putting that on like, the list. Oh, yeah. oh, Sorry, no. It's a great movie. Come on. It's long. It's a long it's one, too. too. Long. I saw that when I was great 10. Great shot in that scene. That's when I learned Candy Beautiful. stands closed sometimes before the end of a movie. Son of a bitch. I know, whores. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got to figure these two guys, uh, Tuco and uh, Pretty Boy, Pretty boy Floyd. <laughs> before I talk to empty chairs. Uh, yeah. Probably don't have families. They probably don't have long. They don't have long friendships. They're alone. Uh, but they have each other, and they yeah. know right. what to expect. So and I mean, Clint loves shooting off. his, you know, gunshot at oh, his rope. Oh God! I didn't so know there's a little symbolic <laughs> miss there, right? Clint likes I shooting mean, his. Uh, yeah, it's gun uh, off. <laughs> Gun off. You right there? <laughs> his <down>. rifle. <laughs> Did you miss his pregnant pause right in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a great relationship. It's the same thing we get in like Lethal Weapon with the uh, the buddy cop movies where it's like, I'm getting you know, too old for this. I'm the one who's too old for this shit. <laughs> right. And I'm the one who's, I'm crazy. I'm crazy and reckless. I'm crazy because I've had uh, a traumatic past. You know what fucked me up about this movie is... Why do the good guys never miss? Their aim is insane. Well, didn't you love the way they just shot the hats off on that couple of They shoot of hats off? Oh, yeah. Freaking Clint Eastwood is like he hates three quarters of a mile away, and he shoots a rope. I couldn't shoot a rope standing next to a rope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> with I'm that gonna, cult special that. you have there. With, that, with my 1860 yeah. cult. And those yeah. things blew some shit up. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, so you're still having a problem just hitting the commode, you know, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's different. Bullets don't have drips after them. <laughs> Guns don't leak. <laughs> uh, Holy shit. <laughs> we had to bring that into the picture. So. Makes you feel like John Wayne, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, to answer your question, I feel they need each other <laughs> it's, a, it's a loving relationship it is it, that's what makes it exciting if they were just two guys who trusted each other it'd be like boring yeah, it'd be yeah. pretty boring right boring. Be like, who gives a shit yeah. <laughs> you gotta have that uh, conflict in this story what's well, the same thing with you, you mentioned Star Wars before uh, Han Han and Han 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 so in Hong and uh, Luke, they're always right. at each they're other. At they each want other. the yeah. same girl. Uh, and uh, Even though he's a sister. Little, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's always been a little bothersome to me. Like, yeah. you know, like it's kind yeah. of like. He didn't uh, know. He didn't know. Uh, Come on. The, Come on. Cut the little guy a break. You had to know. <laughs> How would he know? We yeah, didn't know. Twi you're twins. You had to know, right? Yeah. I always no. thought it was a little weird from the beginning. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I just sort of sensed it. I don't know what it was, but there was something there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the actors knew ahead of time and sort of like <laughs> maybe they were just so feeling creepy yeah <laughs> it is just in the future a little creepy today a little yeah. creepy a little creepy you monster yeah. Uh, but yeah those kind of complex relationships are what what excites us what makes right. you know Murtaugh and Riggs that's you know if they were oh. both like well adjusted cops you'd be like oh, that sucks no no <laughs> one would say I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I still say that on a daily basis. How do you Same. think, like, these Same. kind of movies it's also from affected Stripes. They the stole film? that from Stripes, by the way. Right, they did. They did. They did. I, I'm, I, I am convinced they sold it from Stripes. Yeah. I think you're right. Sergeant yeah. Hulk, I remember? Come on. Yeah. I, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm I just convinced watched they stole it. it. Such a stole. Right. What a great line. So right. I'm convinced they stole it. Right. Most lines are stolen, right? Right, that's true. So how does you think that this... This type of movie has affected the guys like Quentin and their quest for making. Oh, I, mean, I think they had a big to be huge effect fans. on him. Big effects uh, yeah. from from the cinematography down to the 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 uh, conflict between characters and relationships. Down to the music. Yes, the right. music. Yeah. I mean, he used Inyo Morricone for yes. uh, a couple of them, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know what he, he's probably not no. using him for this new <laughs> Hollywood one. <laughs> oh, whatever yeah. the uh, oh, the one with Leonardo and Brad Pitt. I can't remember the name. What's that? Once upon a time, <laughs> but he stole That's the name from one oh, yeah. of them. He's, I mean, yeah. so you know, right. once upon a time in the West. West. Okay, yeah. uh, so maybe but his that movie's end. different. It's not in the West. Right. It's in Hollywood. 
Right. Hollywood is. I should try my question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gave the West Coast, right? I don't know. I, I'm pretty I'm sure. Pretty sure. I, don't, I don't know. I'm not yeah. good at geography, but I'm pretty, pretty sure Hollywood sure. is on the, on the West Coast. It is. <laughs> You want to get me killed? When did you unload it? Last night. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns, and those who dig. You dig. Where? Bill Carson told me it was the grave marked unknown right beside Arch Stanton. And we're back. So that's perfect timing on that. Uh, um, let's talk about the ending. Let's get right into the details of this lovely 15 minutes of close ups. We're trying to figure out oh the gosh. first perfect. Mexican standoff yeah. in movies. Maybe. I think well, you guys are the I, Western people. This I, is probably this I, is the. First I, I, I don't remember. Any, I don't remember any. I don't remember any threesomes. This right. is the first threesomes. <laughs> well, that well I can remember again, about another like another that. podcast. I mean, there's I a lot. Of, I, this I used to watch Ted Man threesomes all the time. There's a lot of like one-on-one gun shoots and you know shootouts, right. but right. this is the this... first one that I ever remembered. And, and actually, it was kind of funny because he did cue it up a little bit in his previous film where he had. Clint, but he wasn't actually in the fighting part of it. He set the tone. He was kind of like the judge. This one, he's all three of us, are, and now you got to make a decision on who you're going to shoot. Right. And and we've got a little rock he did that's going to made it. That I mean, we were talking about Tarantino. So Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction uses mm-hmm. it. Hateful Eight, right? Hateful. Oh uh, yes, has it. Good uh, movie, but brutal. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I, I, I could only watch like it one time. I watched it once in the theater, seventy millimeter, and went. Oh, I feel like uh, Quentin's <laughs> forgotten his storytelling abilities. And then I watch it again. I went, no, I fucking, no, I'm, I'm it's, all in. It's, it's, awesome. no, it's good <laughs> movie. It's, 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 it's awesome. awesome. But yeah, I mean, he, you know, he, he stages this sort of, you know, who do you shoot situation? Right. I mean, did but you, Clint when you knows all the time, he knows. Now he right. Knows. right. Right. But he's the only one. But he, he plays it really well oh, because, yeah. you know, when you throw a rock in the middle, you know, <laughs> And I love the way that they sort of slowly walk to their spot. You know, uh, like, there it is. Uh, you know, yeah. And he probably put a chicklet or something under there for you know to go for. You know, like right, whoever wins this, you get the lucky prize. Uh, okay, go. But he didn't even give him a prize, right? I mean, in the end, he right. didn't even put anything on there, which no. is really neat. And how he comes up and talks about. The unknown. Unknown, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very exciting. Their mm. teeth are awfully white for the Old West. Pearly. Pearly white. Freaking pearly, pearly white. whites. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the, uh, the acid they drank, you know, while they were doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, from that uh, <laughs> lemon soda. Lemon soda. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. but, Cleaned them off. This was, is Willet talking now. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. It's like, anyway, at the end of the Blame it on Willet. Blame it on Willet. We're not talking about Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. They probably had a Mexican standoff in uh, Godzilla. <laughs> Versus uh, every other monster there is. Uh, including Mothra, Gamera, you got all of them. You got them all. King got Kong. Them. There's more. Ghidra, Destroyer. Anyway, that's another podcast, I think. Uh, but Going on my the list. funny thing is in the standoff at the end is those close-ups of the eyes is something that maybe a less Western fan person like me would make fun of. Because it's like, how many freaking times? Get a show close-up. Closer. 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 <laughs> Closer. Again, so we like were talking we about laser. Uh, the same thing. Greasy. We did, right? I mean, Greasier. All the all the techniques Sweatier. you see in modern westerns. Exactly. exactly. Uh, you yeah. see. I mean, oh, and another western I love that you guys probably don't like because it's it's bizarre. But uh, Quick and the Dead is tons right. of fun. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And that is the two people shootouts for the most part. And you've got the close up like. And the close-ups of the hands, the eyes, and the you know the little itchy fingers. Oh, going. I like the twitchy hands. Yeah, love the twitchy. Hands. Who's gonna shoot? Yeah. Who's gonna do it first? Me, me. 
<laughs> say say when. Well, of course, yeah. quick in the day, Johnny it's always Ringo. freaking Gene Hackman. Motherfucker's <laughs> <laughs> fast. So let's talk about our next film that we're talking about. It's going to be the lovely Bad Times at the El, El Royale. Those times are bad. Those times yeah. are so bad. It's <laughs> so fucking good. I, I think Kent might disagree. I think Kent we, might disagree. I might. Well, it might. That's what you got to listen to this, the podcast and check it out. So I, I, I will. Either. I'll call this right. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm going to ref, ref and um, you're. You guys are going to wrestle. Oh, cool. Awesome. <laughs> Wow. So Greek Greek style, Greek style, oiled up oh, and naked. The wow, pole, the grievance. The wow, wow. Thank God it's a really, podcast. Thank God really no one gets to see that. this. Like, thank God it's uh, not a YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> you guys won't know what you're missing. So anyway, we want to thank everybody for listening, <laughs> and we know that you've uh, suffered through this. Um, Wonderful story of the good, the bad, and the ugly with us. And we want to thank you and make sure you hit the website at www.adultbeverage.org. Rate, review, subscribe, do all of those. Rate, rate, review. Rape, rape. No, don't do that. And prescribe. But prescribe, definitely. Prescribe. So and we're also we're gonna put a little uh, bonus content on there just for uh, down the road so you guys super can, fans yeah super so if you're fans a super only super fan only super and you want to listen get to a little see bit, the boner content <laughs> <laughs> that's not the best thing to say after we talked about Greek wrestling but, uh, but uh, you know oiled up oiled ready it. to go ready to slap it down so uh, slap uh, it down meow. so that'll be on the on the website at adultbeverage.org. Hey, this was a penis-free podcast as far as the movie goes. No, well, it was. It, it was. You, it until was. you said until, that. Yeah. Yeah, so now. Good job. Until, until Good now. Job. Good job. <laughs> no one exposes themselves yeah. in this movie. <laughs> until uh, the end. Like we were in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the good, the bad, and what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Adult Beverage Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by our sponsors, Bricks Pizza, where they bring friends together and they have outstanding pizzas and some incredible adult beverages too. For free resources, inside information, and show notes, head over to the adultbeverage.org. If you love the Adult Beverage Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your adult beverage podcast.